Hello and good day everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I'm your host Kevin Finkel, joined here with my co-host. Hey everybody, it's Ryan the Cardboard Samurai out of the Tokyo area of Japan. All right, welcome Ryan. So we had a topic we had wanted to talk about this evening and then uh, last night, pretty much, mm-hmm. we got dropped uh, during this big reveal. They announced what the deck lists are going to be for the Pioneer Challenger decks. Uh, thought that that's going to be our first priority, so we wanted to make sure to make this episode yeah. all about those. You know, this is cool new news. They're a great way for, you know, in the past when they did these, they're a great way for people to get into Pioneer to, uh, you know, kind of test them out with your friends. Mm-hmm. So I thought, uh, let's go ahead and kind of keep that going and uh, check out these Pioneer check deck lists. Um, so that we can, you yeah. know, see what our first initial what, thoughts are, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, ha- I mean, looking at these four lists, I mean, should we, should we just not read off the list? But the four archetypes, yeah, not we have, just yet. We have Phoenix. Yeah, so we we yeah. we did do an episode when these were announced, but then they ended up getting pushed back. So mm-hmm. there, it's a blue red Phoenix. It's a blue black control. It's a white black humans, and it's a green red Stompy is what they mm. called it. And we talked about what we wanted to see in these decks, and this basically is the first question we're going to talk about: is does do, do these decks match up to your expectations? What is your first reaction to these decks? Ah, uh, you know that's a good question. I, I feel like I should have gone back and listened to myself talk mm-hmm. about what I wanted to see in these. Um, I think that yes and no. I would have liked to have seen them push a little harder on some of the value cards, mm-hmm. just because, like you know, off back of it i was just like you know i feel like pioneers gotten really expensive in paper mm-hmm. um you know this seems like a freebie for them to kind of curtail some of that and uh, and bring us back down on some of the cards that have gotten expensive mm-hmm. uh and i'm a little bit just like mm, on the results of that you know like the land bases i think is the first thing i went yeah. to and i was like wow yeah. why are there not you know we were so like hey you know is it phoenix most of the price is coming from phoenix you know, it's steam vents it's uh, Spiral Above Canal. It's the Blue Red can- uh, Pathway. You mean that's in like, the, the actual deck, not not in this. Yeah, in the actual uh, deck. Yeah. In the actual deck, that's like 75% of the cost of yeah. the deck, easily. And they printed one shock. Mm-hmm. They printed no fast land. They printed no uh, pathway. Like, mm-hmm. that just makes it feel really... Uh, like it's not the you know charter courses or you know the treasure cruises, which is a common that's driving up the price of that deck. I mean, I would say they did a good job with all the uncommons and commons, though. Except, yeah, I mean, I guess we were, we we're talking kind of about the list, aren't we? But um, yeah, well, yeah, we jump into that first one. So why don't I read through the Is It Phoenix uh, deck list here, and I'll just kind of give it, yeah, you know, what is a deck? So they only gave us four creatures. They gave us two arc like Phoenix, two Thing of the Ice. Um, lands, they've got, yeah, I'm not going to count them, but two Surfle Falls, four Temple of Epiphany, which is not a playable card in Pioneer, really, four Shivan Reef, which is good, one Steam Vents, and then six Islands, four Mountains. So that is tw- uh, 10, 21 lands. Uh, that's decent. That's reasonable for a, uh, you know, non-optimized version. Oh, you know, four Crackling Drake as well. Mm-hmm. That That is four more creatures. So I, yeah. I miscounted the creatures here. Three is it charm, two expressive iteration. We'll get we'll get back to that. Uh, four charter course, three lightning axe, two fiery impulse, two flame blessed bolt, four consider, four treasure cruise, four opt, three pieces of the puzzle, uh, and then in the sideboard it's got two sweltering suns, three a braid, yeah. two lava coil, and four mystical dispute, an invasive surgery, and three narset parter of 
fails. We should point out that Express Federation is banned in Pioneer, but they said if yes. you play this <laughs> in its current configuration, it's okay. Yes, it. only if it's the exact 75 that's uh, here. So mm-hmm. you know, you can take it out of the box, you can play it with your friends, you can play it in a tournament. Uh, once you'd be like, hey, you know, I want four Arc Like Phoenix, then you have to take out the Express Federation there. Yes, so I thought, like I said, uncommons and commons I think are really good. They're spot on. Um, and of course, the the basic rares, lands, yeah, I totally agree with you. But like, you know, we got more considers. That's always been a pricey card. Uh, Piece of the Puzzle has been a great card that, you know, needs to be printed into Oblivion. Um, you know, Charter Course is super useful. Uh, in the sideboard, we got four Mystical Disputes. That was crazy expensive before. So printing all these will, will definitely be good uh, for for players, I think. Okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, like you said, missed opportunity, the lands. Yeah, that seems like the biggest missed opportunity by far for me. Everything else I'm all right with. I mean, two two Phoenix means you probably have to buy two of these. Hmm. Yeah, you know, if you wanted to run Fourth Thing in the Ice for Arclight Phoenix, you're buying yeah. two of this whole deck. Um, that doesn't feel great to me just for those cards. I mean, I guess you can extra Steam Vent that way. If you can find them for, you know, 40 or some yeah, $40. 30, 40 might be worth it. Yeah, that might be worth it, um, unless if they can get these prices to drop. But so uh, yeah, I think I said yeah, this before. Awkward. But like um, the standard uh, red black uh, blood deck had like two uh, pathways, black red pathways, and two um, then of the bugbear, and Ooh, that was yeah. like forty fifty dollars in cards, and they were selling it for like two thousand twenty five hundred yen here, which is like twenty bucks. I just bought two packs or two boxes. Yeah, perfect. And it like got me all the cards I needed. So look, yeah, look for a good deal on these. All right, so that's our first one. Uh, first well, yeah, reaction. you know, I want to talk a little bit more. Um, yeah. You know, like Expressive Iteration, I think, would have been a pricey card. Like, that mm-hmm. was, you know, running at seven, eight bucks when it was at its primo. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if this was planned during that time, maybe that accounts for some of it. But, yeah, I wouldn't have minded, you know, some Pathways, mm-hmm. some Spire Buff Canals. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, Spire Buff Canal, I don't think, has ever really been reprinted. It's like $20 now. Yeah. It's more than Steam Vents. Yeah, um, That's just ridiculous. They They needed to, you know, that's not a card that should be a... You know, uh, something that people need to be spending $20 on. that That's insane. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, even like they could have included some Hall of the Storm Giants. That's Yeah, become I was a seeing that as well, card. the Manlands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the biggest one I think that's missing for me is the zero copies of Temporal Trespass. Okay, so, you know, while we're on this topic right here, we talked about what it's missing. Do you want to just kind of also talk about how would you upgrade this? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know, yeah, I'm kind of also, you know, I'm looking at current lists, so I think that's a fair way of talking, hey, what would we upgrade? So Um, so as far as the, let's mm -hmm. start with the spells. Let's start kind of the easy part. Um, Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So you've got the ops, you've got the considers, you've got a decent, you know, removal suite with your two flame blast bolt, two fire impulse. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you've got three lightning axe. I could see four. Um... You know, really, just in the spells, I'm kind of just missing that Temporal Trespass is what I would really want to see. Maybe mm-hmm. a uh, Spike Field Hazard as, like, a land, but that's more of a land that you're, you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's all you would upgrade then? I mean, of course... You uh, need, well, that, that was with it, spells. You know, we, we talked yeah. a bit about lands where they're, they're kind of missing the yeah. entire mana base. Yeah, so you need spend... three Steam Vents, four Spire Bluff, um, maybe the Man Lands, maybe the Pathways. Yeah, all, that's going to be pricey. Maybe the Storm Coast... Uh, storm carved coast yeah you know like it makes sense they wouldn't print something from the more recent sets they should have yeah 
not having storm carved coast not having ledger shredder both mm-hmm. seem like uh pretty big misses I yeah would say. yeah definitely i mean oh that's a good call on the the ledger shredder but I'm going to say this is probably true of most of these decks is they sh- they should have printed the Midnight Hunt slash Crimson Valleylands because in, at least in Japan, they're hitting like $15, $16, $17 a piece now oh, for a lot yeah. of them because they only got that one printing. You know, and it's in Standard it. and it's also in Pioneer. So, yeah. But yeah, by far the most expensive card in this deck, and you only really need like one of it is that temporal trespass. You mm-hmm. know, it's a it's a mythic that's only been printed once. Yeah. Um, and you know, fate reforged. I don't think was super heavily opened. Yeah, and I mean, printing only one of a card would be fine in in yeah, a, exactly. uh, this type of deck or this you know type of product. They don't want to print four of usually. Yeah, so the fact that, you know, it, because it feels like such an important card to the deck as well, mm-hmm. I, I really don't like the fact that, you know, if, if we're trying to talk about it, like, oh, hey, how to improve this, you know, make it go from a $40 deck to a $200 deck to a yeah. $400 deck, what you're trying to do. I don't love the idea of like, hey, all of you new pioneer players who bought this deck and want to go build into it, you have to go buy this one $25 card. Like, mm-hmm. that's going to turn a lot of people off, um, mm-hmm. you know. More so if it goes up from this, you know, if, if they see it wasn't reprinted, if a lot of people are trying to buy into Phoenix and now it's a $40 card, like, that that makes me very uncomfortable. Mm. Like, I don't like, as a content creator, going out and saying, like, hey, I know you're new to Pioneer, but here's what you should be doing is looking for that $30 card and buying one mm. of it. Because that's, that's not what people want to hear after paying, you know, probably yeah. $40, $50 yeah. for this deck. Uh, so, I guess while we're on the topic, how competitive would you say this deck is right out of the box? Like on a, on a scale of one to ten, where would you put this? Like if they took this to a uh, FNM or some weekend tournaments for you know casual tournament, how do how would you expect they would do? Okay, I'm trying to like set my perspective in the terms of like the other challenger decks. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I would put this probably a little bit lower than some of the other ones. Mm. I, I you know the decks really built around trying to put a bunch of phoenixes in the yard. And trying to take that extra turn to kill them with the um, temporal trespass, and mm-hmm. not having either of those things be consistent—you know, no temporal trespass, half as many phoenixes—like you're never mm-hmm. going to get that turn where you put three phoenixes in yeah. play. Part of it for me is, you know, like is it phoenix is kind of a deck that sees a lot of its deck through the course of a game. Yeah. So having half as many phoenixes in the entire deck list is a huge miss. Um, I would put this at like a three or four probably one of the lowest i would put of any of the pioneer challenger decks so far yeah i i I was gonna put it around a five or six probably like okay i still i mean getting the the cards and stuff you really know how i guess you kind of need to know how to play the deck as well so maybe it's a, a little bit um a little bit more challenging for a new player to pick up yeah, you know, I was kind of saying that irrespective of how much you're familiar with the deck. Like, I mm-hmm. thought that Lotus Field was probably one of the stronger ones of the last Challenger decks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, despite being in a pod with, you know, if you're playing those decks against each other, you're in a pod with three aggro lists as that combo deck that hates aggro. Mm-hmm. And it would always do really well when I, I was testing that out. You know, I picked up all four and would play them with uh, new people against each other. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, do you want to talk about the next deck now? Yeah, let's talk. Uh, where do you want to go next? Uh, I want to talk about Green Red just because uh, I had kind of mm-hmm. said, you know, I didn't think this was going to be a 
uh, an aggro deck, you know, like like last time, like the one that we got, I think, what was it for? I think the standard one was like kind of kind of aggro. I thought, hey, we're probably going to get a mid range deck. It's going to have some mid range cards, and I was I was pretty cur- pretty spot on, I think, with uh, my, uh, my guess. This looks maybe, like maybe. I mean, it's still. I would say it's a beat down deck. It's not an aggro deck though, because you know we got our elves. We got Elvis Mystic and uh, uh, how could I say Land Elves? elves. So yeah, four reprints there uh we got two questing beasts which is very nice two chandra torch of defiance four scavenging use another nice card to have uh four glory bringers yeah i thought like hey they might go bigger then that makes sense then we got four love struck beast four mizium mortars which is interesting choice uh four bone crusher giant three of braid four carpusian force so here's the thing like you were saying like oh they wouldn't print oh yeah cards here's (laughs) that is sneaky of them isn't it and How I, did they I, manage that? And I just, I just bought like the rest of my playset too. I only needed two more, but but anyways, uh, one stomping ground, four rock veil gale. Here we go, midnight hunts land. Yeah. Why couldn't they do this in the, on any of the other ones? And then seven mountain nine forest. And then the sideboard they have an abrade, uh, three shifting ceratops, sh- four flame blessed bolt, four cinder vines. It's interesting, and then three rending volley. Can, can you look up, when was these supposed to come out? When were these originally supposed to come out? Yeah, when were these originally supposed to come out? I think, so these got pushed back to November, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Like, they were, I they thought they were out... supposed to come out in October. Okay, that makes sense. I, I was going to say, like, how did they, I was like, we're, I thought they were supposed to come out in, like, August, and I was like, that set wasn't out yet. How are they going to put Carpulsen Forest in it? Mm. <laughs> that would have been really weird. Or, or like, I was like wondering if they had changed something last minute. So let me go to one thing I remember saying when we were talking about, when we just heard the name of the deck is being Gruel Stompy. Mm-hmm. What I said is, do you remember what the most popular deck in the format was at the time this was announced? <sighs> no, I don't. Sorry. It was Naya Winota. Oh. And what I said is that what I would expect is that the Gruel Stompy deck will look like it is supposed to be built into being a Winota deck. Oh, uh, yeah. I see some of those pieces. There's also a few pieces where I'm like, hmm, they kind of missed on not having Chariot. They kind of missed on not having Prosperous Innkeeper. Um, those are the two that I was really expecting to fit into that potential deck. And uh, they do both seem like big absences here. You know, I feel like the Chariot is extremely absent regardless. Mm. Like, that's that's not a card that's still yeah. a standard. Um, I'm very, very surprised not to see that here as a, you know, three or four. So that's really. a missed opportunity, you think? I think that's a big missed opportunity is not having Chariot. And if you were to continue playing, like, this size of the deck, I feel like that's a pretty quick upgrade, especially if you have them from having played standard. Mm-hmm. And of course, the lands too. You definitely want more stomping grounds. Probably want the crag crown pathways as well. Maybe instead of the Rockvale fail. Um, yeah, and yeah, you know, in my mind, obviously, you would have to upgrade to be able to splash the white to be able to put the Winota in when that was a thing you could mm-hmm. do. Um, but when I what I was expecting is that it would look. You know, somewhat similar to this with the eight elves and, you know, some number of like three drop creatures with the expectation of something. You know, we, we talked about Glorybringer being an option that they mm-hmm. would put in that which would eventually lead the way to being like, oh, and then this is kind of where you slot in Winota and your six drop creatures. Like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised if we had seen uh, w- what's the six drop that they were using for quite some time. Uh, the There's a six drop in the Stompy decks? In uh, Winota, the, um, oh, the one that makes the... two, the Huntmaster yeah, yeah. of whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, they could have had that in there. Um, Mizium Mortis Cube. Let me look at, uh, you know, I hadn't really looked at the price of any of these cards, um, how this comes out as far as, yeah, we, you know, we talked about that in total. Is it Phoenix? You know, that whole deck. Like, if you just look at the cards at their mm-hmm. prices right now, we maybe are underselling it because we're like, hey, you know, if you can get this for $40, the cards on paper are worth like 130 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I would expect them to come down slightly. We did see that a lot with the previous ones where they came out. They were at around like 120. Um, they quickly shifted down to like 80, 90. Mm-hmm. And once those cards kind of stop being in vogue, uh, I, I feel like those are now much more worth the like $40 range where the so if you like, you know, find them at a second store you find them at your local game store uh at about face value is about I all they're worth i do want to say that rending volley is a great reprint especially for right now like it's it's become super expensive oh that's interesting like okay i hadn't thought about that one going up. yeah being a, an uncommon that's you know four dollars uh mm-hmm. that's pretty good so like i said um, i think they're hitting it at the park with uh with uncommons and commons Oh, Cinder Vines is more than $2. Yeah. Uh, Mizzium Mortars in the main is a little bit odd, but I guess mm. that works. Uh, but that that one's not like a money reprint, so that's a little bit strange. I, I don't mind the Bone Crusher Giants, but they were also reprinted in the yeah. previous Challenger decks. It, um, Questing like Beast is 10 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I see. I think Questing Beast okay. is more of a, um, uh inventory problem. You know, there's just not enough of them mm. in... Uh, in circulation so this would be nice this should get them down to like maybe five six bucks a piece yeah i think we've underappreciated so the fact that there's two chandra short of defiance that is a good card that's a money card Mm -hmm. it's a little bit surprising in this kind of aggro list but uh i don't i don't hate it here like i certainly don't have any problem with it being in this deck list Mm -hmm. so happy with that glory bringer you know might have rather seen the uh what is the one that makes treasure Oh yeah, um, I Gold think we had said Dragon. that when we talked about the yeah. If that had been yeah. Goldspan Dragon, uh, might have been a little happier about that. I would have. I think uh, Elder Gargaroth would have been another good reprint in a five drop. That's position. reasonable. I think that's reasonable. You know, Gargaroth. Kind of you know, neither, neither Gargaroth nor uh, Glory no, uh, Goldspan, Goldspan really sees much play, but neither does Glorybringer right now. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what would you do to upgrade this deck? Uh, so yeah, of course, lands like we said. Yeah. Um, probably the man lands as well. I think I'd probably put in. That's the, a big one. Uh, oh yeah. The, the I don't know. Was this more green? Then I guess we want Lair of the Hydra probably, but it could maybe also put in another uh, Den of the Bugbear. Um, yeah, top end. Like I said, maybe instead of Glorybringer, just like Elder Gargaroth or something like that. Maybe plus two Chandra. Uh, four Chandra's probably fine. I think. Uh, I think you wouldn't need twenty five land if you're playing eight. Uh, mana dorks oh wow is that how many lands it has yeah that's what it says uh yeah yeah. wow that's a lot (laughs) that is an awful lot of lands yes cut cut some lands right away that's an easy one um as far as what's popular in pioneer um you know island go same uh contributor to piling pioneer big streamer you know we're a fan of him we've had on the show a couple times mm-hmm. he's been doing really well with green red aggro recently much more low to the ground though uh so not quite like this list uh mm. you know there's not really a direct comparison for this list in the format but i think that that's a place you could look uh you know you know pretty low to the ground not an expensive deck and you do get some of the pieces by uh, yeah. doing this but you'll we'll have to pick up you know Pick up your Den of the Bugbears, pick up your Pathways, your Stomping I think Grounds. this is more of a deck that's a sum of its parts than actually being a deck at, you know, in the format itself. Because it's like, hey, we need to reprint this card, this card, and this card. What are we going to do? Hey, let's put him in Gruul Stompy. 
Yeah. You know. What does what Chariot cost right now, by the way? I'm going to quick check that. Chariot? I mean, no, it went down after they went out of banning. It might be back up now, though, because of uh, Abzan. Yeah, like 5 $6 and, is all yeah. it's at. Yeah, I picked mine up at like $4. But they did oh, get to like 13 at one point here. Oh, wow. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, the um, stock... Not the stock prices, but the amounts that they have in stock changes radically in Japan. There's less people uh, selling stuff back, I guess. Another one that I think would have made sense as kind of that top end four or five drop would have been Hazaret. Yeah, that would have been a good, even a good sideboard card, I would say. Yeah, he's also gone up in price and uh, could have been good in the 75 somewhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I'm not super unhappy with this so we talked no, about no, not unhappy we talked about missed opportunities we talked about uh, how to upgrade um how competitive would this one be so again going back to your scale of one to ten if you were to buy this stack and play it at like an fnm or some casual pioneer event how would you expect to do what would you mm. grade it so I like Bone Crusher. I like, you know, I'm just trying to think like how some of these things are going to match up with the current format. You know, Scoos isn't particularly great right now. Mizia mm. um, Mortars is okay. There's a handful of four drops, but you you kind of don't have any way to kill Shield Red. That's yeah. kind of awkward. Um, let's call it like a five. Yeah, I think that this is a you know a passable deck list here. You're not going to be embarrassed. You're going to flood a lot with those number of lands. Um, and you don't really have like a way to go under the, over the top, be unfair. But Speaking of having what? too many lands, I think another missed opportunity for this was Fable the Mirror Breaker. Yes, uh, yeah. Honestly, I think that they probably just didn't realize how good that card yeah. was at the time when they were planning these. Probably couldn't have known. Um, I, that is also a double-sided card, so those take yeah. slightly special well, printing. Bonecrusher Giants that said, as well. No, no, Bonecrusher Giants not double-plated. Sorry, never mind. I was going to say, Thing in the Ice did get reprinted in the mm. blue-white, in the blue-red one, which mm-hmm. is odd that we don't see anything else double-faced in here. So maybe mm. they've gotten better at being able to print double-faced cards, but then it, where are my pathways and things? Yeah, yeah. They should have done all that, too. Pathways need a reprint so badly. Uh, but yeah, I think that we, we kind of uh, see eye to eye on this one. I get that. So I think your choice is next if you want to pick the next uh, Can deck. I go to Orzhov Humans? Sure. I'm actually... So this one. one's really funny because I love the lands they did on this. They did exactly right with mm. the lands. Uh, and then that's where all of the money seems to have gone. So yeah. it's kind of like, oh, like what happened to the main deck? That's a little bit of a, ooh. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start with the lands. They've got three planes, two mutavaults. That's great. Mm-hmm. Four caves of Coilos. That's fine. Four concealed courtyard. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. Thank you. These are wonderful. Those were Four already reprinted territory. Before. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were in the, um, like the last one of these pioneer decks as well. Cause that had a black white deck Four unclaimed mm-hmm. territory. Yes, 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 yes. Four secluded courtyard, even bigger. Yes, mm. please. You know, that's an uncommon and it's still, even with this announced like four or $5. Uh, and then one shock land, which is, you know, that's fine. This one I'm fine with having one shock land because they gave us the other lands that they should have. Um, the last two, particularly the Phoenix one, didn't give us the lands they needed to. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, so it's kind of just a uh, little creature deck. So we've got... Human, human um, deck, yeah. Yeah, a little... You'll, um, I've got two Giant Killer, four Luminarch Aspirant, four Thalia Garden, no Therabin, four Thalia's Lieutenant, four Blood Soak Champion, four Cut Sail Freebooter, four Dauntless Bodyguard, four Therabin Inspector. The numbers uh, are and then for, Yeah, for spells, we've got two Blood Chief Thirst and... 
four Rally of the Ranks. I think that's it. Oh, we have the Dire Oh, and two Dire Tactics yeah. as well. So yeah, um, you know, those are both reasonable removal spells. Um, neither of them's anything in price. You know, like, I feel like these are all reasonable cards, but it is missing a little bit of an oomph. Like, I don't have an Adeline. I don't have a Kudro. Mm. Um, I, I don't know if they were so planning this when Lurus was still saying. legal. Maybe that's the big thing here. So they should have added Adeline and Kudro in this, you think? Yeah, because this seems like maybe it was made and they didn't know that Lurus was going to get banned yeah. or something. Like, that 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 seems odd because Lurus was banned quite a while ago. But the fact that everything in this list is two mana or less mm-hmm. and there's no payoff for that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like the three drops really is where they're missing. You know, I think that... God, there's so many good uh, three drops that humans could be playing. So mm-hmm. let, like, let me just think about some of them. So they could be playing the removal creatures in, uh, you know, playing Brutal Cathar. You could be playing Extraction Specialist with all these two drops. Um, Adeline's an absolutely huge one for the deck. I think that's one of the biggest things that they could be adding here. Yeah. Um, what uh, else? What w- else? So are we talking about upgrades? Yeah, we're kind of already talking about upgrades uh, here. You, or like either upgrades or mist. Would you want uh, like uh, Thoughtseize or Fatal Push in these uh, as in the sideboard cards or what? I I don't feel like I need to have them for me to be happy with the deck. Okay. Um, you know, like if I look at a current Orzhov Humans list, like I don't know if they play a Thoughtseize or a Fatal Push in the 75. How about the Pathways again? Pathways would have been nice, but that's kind of just a nice to have. Like mm-hmm. they're not the most unreasonable um, I'm fine with that being an upgrade. So just looking at, you know, current popular lists of Orzov humans, um, a big one that's been really strong both in standard and in this is Hopeful Initiate. Uh, you know, that, that's again a recent one, but it is Vow, like oh, Crimson yeah. Vow. You could yeah. have had some of that. Like maybe just Rally of the Ranks? I don't know. I mean, if, yeah, I would Rally say... of the Ranks is definitely where I would have replaced that with a three drop and been much happier, especially in a deck with four th- Thalia. You don't really want to be running. The uh, Extraction know. Specialist would have been another really good Prince, I think, as a three drop to kind of yeah. get back some of these cards. Because that's like. Yeah, that was a um, Streets of New Capenna, so I don't yeah. mind that one not being here, but that's also not. Uh, super expensive card if you mm. want to pick that one up and, and run it. But yeah, I would have more expected Kudro. You know, he's a mythic, but not an expensive one. Uh, Adeline would have been a huge one, though. Mm-hmm. So looking at the price, is 100 bucks total for all that stuff. It's not bad. I mean, that's pretty good value. I, I'm i most excited about getting more Mutavolts. Yeah, you know, Mutavolts a nice reprint there. You know, I've got them, so I'm like, ah, for once I'm, <laughs> I have the card and paper, but no, I'm not actually, I don't mind that. I, I want them to be cheap so that more people can play them. And Thalia as well. I think that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm happy to see four of her. And Thalia's Yeah, keep her tenant. cheap. Yeah, keep both of those cheap. You know, this is going to always be a good deck, so I'm happy to keep them all cheap. Yeah. Um, no Kithian, no, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other things that could have been in here. Maybe some of the sideboard options, like, you know, Comball is a card that we yeah, were seeing for quite a while in white-black. Uh, some of the... I'm trying to think what else they could have run that I would have liked to have seen. It feels like we need more Lords in here. Maybe, you know, that's kind of where Kudro would have come in. Yeah. There's not too many. Like, this version... The version they're printing here has the uh, Rally of the Ranks. That seems decent. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like this. Like, overall, I like this. Okay, so let's, again, go back to the competitive side of things. 
how competitive is this right out of the box if you were to take this I think you know event? this being an aggro deck uh, I'm definitely going to rate it higher you know have, being an aggro deck and having a very functional land base I think this is probably like six or seven so mm. maybe like six and a half yeah um, and I also think that this one probably would take the least upgrades to get to that competitive point <laughs> like i think if you can put twenty dollars into this on top of what you Ooh. bought it for um you can get it to like a seven or eight and be very comfortable at a at an fnm or whatever the whole talk of like the um i mean i well first off i'd give it by 7.5 i think it's really good oh wow okay uh i think it's i think it could definitely get some catch some people off guards in the metagame um maybe not well, we didn't even talk about more. the sideboard here yeah Maybe not uh, so much like in another face-to-face matchup with another human stack, but against like maybe Mono White, it's really low to the ground, or it's got a lot of creatures. But we don't have a lot of ways to draw cards, though. Hmm. Mm, so I don't yeah, know how that's that's white black. I mean, black. That, that's an aggro list. Like that's not yeah. surprising. Um, um, what it does have is yeah. portable hole on the sideboard. Yeah. That I'm really happy with. You know, that being like a three, four dollar card as an uncommon. Uh, glad to see it getting a reprint here. Sunset Revelry is interesting as well. No, but what I was going to say... That's an awkward... Like, four yeah. Sunset Revelry feels very out of place here yeah. because you're not going to have fewer... You know, it yeah, says yeah, human on the card, but you're not going to have fewer creatures than your opponent. You're yeah. not going to have less life than your opponent. Yeah. Uh, so what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. That should be... It's a mid-range card. It's an aggro card. I do also think Kite Sail Freebooter is another card we'd probably look at right away to get rid of because mm-hmm. that card did not, you know, for the most part, people haven't been happy with it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't slow down the opponent enough to be worth yeah. it. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? I was hoping that, that we would have saw more three drops. I wanted Adeline to get reprinted so I could buy her because she's at about 700, 800 yen, um, which doesn't seem like a lot to you guys because the exchange rate is probably more like, what, four or five bucks over here. But I was really hoping she, I could have picked her up for like half that. But it's like six dollars over here. It's yeah. a popular commander card. Uh, so not getting reprinted. That's going to be a big oof. That's going to yeah. really hurt the wallet. I have most of these other cards though. I don't really need. Yeah, them. yeah. Pretty happy with the cards otherwise. Um. So if you're upgrading this, would you suggest to people to hey build a black white humans deck out of this? You know, using this yeah. as the base, or would you say you know cut your losses on the black cards? Don't spend more money on your lands. Other than Mutavaults, go build mono white, and you're going to be better off. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say go mono mono white. Okay, yeah, because it's kind of like you know that that's the other way you could go with this, and I think pretty reasonable. Because you know you get the Luminarch Aspirant, Thalia's Lieutenant, Thalia, and what Thraven Inspector, and that's like most of the deck. Uh, I wouldn't say most. That's a nice chunk of the deck. Yeah, I mean, Adeline's Mutavolts. are expensive. The Hopeful Initiates are surprisingly expensive. Mm. Wedding announcements really gone up in price. Nobody bought Vow or Mid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, they did not. I mean, especially Completely especially off. here, it's just like no one was really doing pre-releases at that time. Oh, uh, yeah. So no one, no packs were open. No, nobody was doing drafts. Now everyone's doing drafts again. Everyone's doing pre-releases. Ooh. So, you know, it, we're going to have a, a better inventory of these... Uh, these sets, but yeah, it's it's gonna suck for everything from like Ikoria to to Crimson Vow when you want to pick up cards later. You're like, it's how much? But anyways, yeah. uh, last deck uh, we have blue black control. Yeah, you know, I had choice. said like, oh, that's weird. Why are they doing blue black control when blue white is the uh, the obvious popular one? So just you yeah. know, kind of thinking back to what we had said, and we kind of said like, oh, In our set we said you can't, right, yeah. you can't do blue white because 
Blue White's very dependent on the Wandering Emperor and Teferi, mm. and mm. I don't feel like you could print either of those as a four of in this deck. Yeah. So I, I fully understand why they went for blue black. Um and looking at this deck list, you know, I don't hate where they kind of went with it. Yeah, so you got uh two Narset, two Murderous Rider, two Torrential Gear Hulk, four Fatal Push, four Consider, two Negate, two Drown of the Lock, two Heartless Act, four Sensor, one Mystical Dispute, three Sinister Sabotage, three Dig Through Time. Two Extinction Event, one Shark Typhoon, and then, you know, lands, you know, we have Drowned Catacombs, two of, four Temple of Deceit, four Field Rune, and one Watery Grave, one Watery Grave there. Uh, and the sideboard, we have two Clean the Dust, two Test of Talents, two Mystical Dispute, three Duress, two Cry of the Carnarium, two Go Blank, and four Languish. So what are you, what are you thinking mm. about this? Uh, so do you want to start off with Missed Opportunities? What, what do you think they should have printed in here? Ooh, you know, I haven't really thought about what's missing here. Uh, other than like just some more numbers on things, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty happy with a lot of this deck. Like, th- this one, maybe like a Manland would be a big one. Mm-hmm. You know, blue black not having access to something like a Hall of the Storm Giants. Yeah. Um, that seems like one really easy upgrade considering there's so few win conditions in this deck. Mm hmm. Um, maybe one planeswalker as well. Like I wouldn't have minded seeing like a five mana Ashiok. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, just you know, like that. one more win condition. Especially like the sideboard doesn't have any other win conditions. They could have thrown in something like you know a Sphinx is a final word, just to be like, yeah. hey, I need another win condition. <laughs> we we spent thirty minutes on our game one, and I need to win the next game two in uh in ten. Um. Again, I think the the Midnight Hunt lands should have been in this one, uh, for That'd sure. Be good, like, yeah. Why? I think you need the lands. That would be a definitely improvement. On the other hand, I almost feel like you know a slower deck like Control can afford to maybe run those Temple of Deceits. I don't hate that. Um, uh, you know, maybe you could have seen the blue black cycle yes, land yes. get a, a reprint as well. There, that's another one I thought would have been really good because this card, this deck wants to draw cards. Yeah, um, yeah. I like Dig Through Time. You know, I wonder if it might have been better to do the the other one, the Memory Deluge, again. Yeah, I think with Blue Black, it's more excusable to run Dig Through Time. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, Memory Deluge doesn't do anything with Torrential Gear Hulk. That that's the big part there. Like it, it literally does nothing because a you're exiling from your graveyard, and b uh, Memory Deluge cares about the mana you cast to cast it. Uh, which with Torrential Gear Hulk is zero. So that that makes sense to run Dig Through Time, and mm. Blue Black fills its graveyard a lot better than Blue White does. Yeah. And on top of that, the other big reason why Blue White loves Memory Deluge is because they often sideboard and rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is this is correct. I, I think it's correct to have Dig Through Time. Um, you know, it's not an expensive card, but I'm glad to see it. You know, I'm happy with Sinister Sabotage as mm-hmm. the counterspell. I'm happy with Mystical Disputes being in this. You know, three of them, that's great in the 75. Uh, I think the removal is perfectly reasonable. You know, four Fatal Push, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, four Consider, that's fantastic. Heartless Act, totally fine. Um, sideboard the cards. getting expensive, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a couple bucks, I think. Yeah. I'd love so, that. So, a, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. You know, Murderous Riders, unusual. Like, I don't feel like the deck was craving that. You know, like, it, it never really played it because the losing the life hurts mm-hmm. you. But I'm much happier seeing Murderous Rider in here than if that had been, you know, Hero's Downfall, which just doesn't see any play at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, Extinction Event, you know, not an expensive card, but glad to see it reprinted. And oh. then One Shark Typhoon, that's a great one. Extinction Event is buy listing for like 500 yen now in in the in Interesting. Japan, just because everybody wants it. But now it'll be fine. I'll probably go down back in price because it's being printed here. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I don't know exactly how much these uh, impact that. No. I think this is a great deck list, though. I really like the Shark Typhoon. Yeah. Uh, you know, would have loved another one, obviously. I really like the Torrential Gear Hulk reprint. Uh, that's gotten up in price. Uh, Narset's fine here. Like, this seems like a really good one. I'm very happy with how they put this Demir Control deck together, and I'm happy with, you know, with the delays in them printing. I'm happy how well it stood up to the test of time here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, if we're looking at upgrades, uh, you, you would probably want more Shark Typhoons, right? Yeah, I think one or two more at the very mm-hmm. least would be nice. Um, Maybe another Narset. I think the lands, lands have room for improvement. Let me see if I can find a blue blacklist and mm-hmm. see anything that I feel might be missing. Here's an Esper. No, here we go. Demir Control. Um, yeah, Holebreaker Horror is a $3 yeah. card. They could have included yeah. that. That would have been a good one. How many cents are they running? Uh, they are running four. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I would also say... Yeah, f- Four Shark Typhoon is pretty reasonable. The mm-hmm. lands have a lot of improvement. You know, some Ottawaras is nice. Some Hall of mm-hmm. Storm Giants mm-hmm. is, is an easy pickup for you. Uh, then the Watery Graves and stuff will be where there's a price. Uh, there's some sideboard cards. But yeah, you yeah. Know, this looks very reasonable to me. I would wonder if you want to maybe get rid of the Cry of the Carnarium for like Shadow's Verdict or something like that. Yeah, Shadow's Verdict's a good one. That's not expensive at all. So, so maybe go ahead and grab that. Uh, you know, looking at some lists here, the only big pricey card would be if you wanted some like Kalidus in the sideboard yeah. or Liliana's in the sideboard. Yeah. I, I don't know if those are completely necessary, but they're both good. You know, I bet Sheridrold isn't Sh- terrible Shieldred, on post board. Yeah. Shieldred, yeah. yeah. If you opened one, I wouldn't go out and buy one. <laughs> yeah. If you, yeah, if you opened one uh, post post board, <laughs> yeah. that could uh that could be a good card here. But yeah. um So okay, we talked about the list. Uh we talked about the upgrades. How competitive would you say this is? Okay, so out of the box. I wanted to put this one high, but the thing I will say is that control decks, kind of like Phoenix, see a lot more of their deck, mm-hmm. and they're much more about kind of that, um, you know, card quality, I think, a little bit more than like an aggro list is. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a better put together list, but I'm only going to put it at like a five out of the box, just because in a control deck, if you're a little bit suboptimal, that makes you a lot suboptimal, mm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's where I would put mine to at about five out of five out of ten. Uh, how about how about this question? Um, if you're playing these four against each other, what do you feel like has a good advantage? I would probably say the consistency of black white is probably okay. That a, seems pretty reasonable. That you know, that's by far the most aggressive one here. Um, I really don't love that the uh, the is it Phoenix deck is going to get played against. Um, the Gruel Stompy, which has four mm-hmm. scavenging ooze in the main board, and yeah. it's just gonna. Yeah, I think it'll that's be gonna like, be. Yeah, I like I like the black white, and then I like Gruel Stompy, then maybe Control, and then Phoenix. Yeah, definitely Phoenix. I think in the last here, I'm just not happy with that one, especially against each other. Okay, how about if you would play these against the old four behind mm. your challenger decks? How would they match up? So we had uh, what black white auras. We had. Uh, um, Lotus Lotus Field. combo. We had mono red aggro, uh-huh. and we had um, spirits. Oh, was blue it white mono spirits, blue spirits, I believe. Yeah, 
Uh, no, I think it was Blue White. Was Blue White Spirits really? I can't remember. Yeah, but didn't have yeah. uh, Spellqueller, if I remember right. Okay, okay. Um, I think the old ones probably would do better against these. I think I probably agree. You know, more of them were aggro, and the Mono Red uh, was really solid. I thought. Yeah, Mono Red was really a- was really solid. That um, Aura's list was really good against the other aggro decks because mm-hmm. it would you know just get huge and lifelink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did that have Lurus in it? I can't remember. It did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's actually a question I was going to ask you, so I'm glad you asked it. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. So I guess there's one more thing that I want to ask uh, before we leave. You're looking forward to the future. Hopefully we'll get some more Pioneer Challenger decks next year as well. What are the next four decks that you would Ooh, like to see that's become? that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because I think we kind of talked about this a little bit when we were talking about what we wanted to see for this one. Um, but it's like, how on earth do you be like, oh, okay, Rectos Midrange, uh, Abzan Greasefang, um, Mono yeah. Green Ramp, and jeez, uh, yeah, we can't really do blue-white control. We were just talking about that. So yeah, I was thinking of one more thing, here. Yeah. Um, Oh, here we go. Yeah, do Enigmatic. You know, oh. just n- none of those decks super seems like, you know, maybe Enigmatic would actually be a cool one. I don't know if they could print a Yorian deck, though. Yeah, see, here's uh, the thing. Just as far as, you know, print limitations. Yeah, probably not a Yorian version of it, but like, I don't know how you would do Mono Green well, Ramp. I don't know how you would mm. do Red Black Mid Range because that's Cause all you about you know, card stuff, value. Yeah. yeah. You could do a Tarka Ramp. <laughs> I guess print. so, and then the, the problem there is like I don't feel like there would be a good upgrade path from a Tarka ramp to just no anything playable. Yeah, I mean you can just play it with like the uh, um, of course the Tarka, but also the seven uh, seven elemental and and maybe some other stuff. Um, so my my so here's the thing: is it do you think the the chances of them making a three color uh, a three color challenger deck are high? For example, like Niv or, you know, Enigmatic. Well, those are more like five color. Yeah. Well, more than two colors, basically. It seems like they're focusing a lot on monocolor and two color decks. They are. The mono bases definitely get more complex trying yes, to build yes. budget decks in uh, multicolors. You know, we haven't done a budget episode in a minute. Mm. Maybe this needs to be our challenge is uh, how time. do we build mono green on, a, on you know, $100 yeah. here. So I, I think, here's my list. Uh, I think black, white, perhelion would actually be doable. I've seen some people playing that um, in Pioneer recently. Uh, and I think Green White Angels, just because, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing like two collected company being reprinted, but also that uncommon that got up to like 20 bucks at one point, the Angel yeah. needs to see a reprint. So make mm, that as definitely. a four of That's a good that. one. As well as the uh, Resplendent Angel, I think that was like super freaking expensive, the Mythic. Get that as like a one of or something like that. Um, and I think Red White Heroic might not be a bad idea to to reprint as well. Yeah, those are all reasonable, and none of them would make me super excited. So, uh, you know, maybe that's because I'm a, a grumpy old man. But th- those seem too reasonable, no. almost like too too fair. <laughs> I agree that Blue White Control is not probably doable because you need to print to fairies and stuff like that in uh, Wandering Emperor. Yeah, but I feel like we do need another Blue White deck, so maybe we could do Insole. Hum. Because I do want the lands. Maybe? I want more Hangate Pathways and 
you know, all the other expensive stuff. You know, maybe we can wait and Urza will end up being broken and we yes. can make a blue white Urza deck. <laughs> you know, something go. like that. There we go. All right. That's um, a fair question, though. Um, did you have anything else? Before well, I was going to we ask you, yeah, do you have any final thoughts? Anything else you want to say about the topic before we uh, head out for today? You know, I, I'm I'm coming around on some of these. I do really like the Demir Control list, looking at them more. I do, I'm still a little bit, like, skeptical on some of these. I also think, you know, these may have looked a lot better if they were coming out, you know, right now, rather mm-hmm. than coming out. A month from now, um, maybe that's just, you know, because of that delay and nothing they can control there. But The month of now is yeah, going to be the uh, what do you think? War, right? Yeah, what do, you, what do you think about these? Like I said, I'm really happy with all the uncommons and commons that got reprinted out. Like being able to print Fatal Push and Consider and um, what's the other one in the sideboard? The Mystical Dispute. Printing that stuff into the ground is great. I don't think yeah. that, you know you should have to pay $12 for a play set of, of uh, uncommons, you know, just because of how rare they are. And, you know, yeah, it does suck that, you know, a lot of the, um, how can I say the bottlenecking is probably going to be at that, that rare, um, how can I say at the, at the rare slots because you need those lands and you need four of of this and four of of that. But uh, yeah, I think it's not bad. I I'm, like I said, it's not as good maybe as those first four that they chose, but I yeah. think these are well, pretty pretty well put together. They have the core. They don't have the win conditions, if that makes sense. Mm. You know, it has okay. the engine. Like, you know, Phoenix has that good engine. They got a lot of instants. They got a lot of, like, discard and stuff like that. It's fine. Same thing with uh, maybe not humans, but the humans, they have the base core of the humans deck. Uh, you know, I don't know about the girl stompy. I wouldn't say that's really a core of anything. But hey, for I mean, four elves, you know, four like eight elves, yeah, eight is, elves is the core. Yeah, there. yeah. And then like you said, Demir Control. It's got a lot of good instincts and stuff. So you have the core of the decks. You do have to upgrade, and that's the drawback. And that's my final thoughts on today's topic. And if you guys have any thoughts, you can go ahead and reach out to us on Twitter or uh, uh, at MTG Pioneer is our Twitter. And you can also find a link there to our Discord if you want to talk more about these decks or anything else Pioneer related. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Yo Japan Hobbyist. So yeah, I'm looking forward to talking more about this. And we do have a less time-sensitive topic for next week. I don't want to, you know, spoil it yet, but you, you should probably. But if you've been in our out. Discord, you may have seen us talking about it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll also see if anything <laughs> changes between now and then. Anyways, that's going to be our episode for the week. Uh, we are your first Pioneers podcast. We look forward to being your go-to source for Pioneer information online. And we are deck listing out. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah.